reignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International Adenta Branch, as he comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service filled with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Roadshow, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving word of God. Now listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. So when someone is a child of a person, it means the person bears certain characteristics of the one who gave birth to him. Ladies and gentlemen, when you become born again, when you put your faith in God, you don't only become a child of God, you also become a child of Abraham when you put your faith in God you don't only become a child of God but you also become the real children of Abraham hallelujah and who are these children you will know who the children of Abraham are or what they should look like by looking at Abraham, how he looked like. You will know how the children of Abraham will walk by learning how Abraham walked. If you want to see how your life ought to be, you must look at how Abraham's life was. And this morning, God is connecting you to another destiny. Amen. God is connecting you to another life. Amen. I want us to stand to our feet this morning. And the first prayer we are praying. Is that God should connect us God should link you To something more powerful Than your natural connections Psalm 16 Verse 6 Every curse on your life is broken 
every evil plant for you is destroyed amen whatever evil was designed for your life is broken into pieces in jesus name amen this is the destiny of the believer he says the lines are falling unto me in pleasant places wow yeah i have a goodly heritage Jesus. that's the point can i have another translation the land you have given me is a pleasant land what a wonderful inheritance i'm not even concentrating on the first part what a wonderful inheritance i have a goodly heritage the message bible and then you made me your heir new american standard bible my heritage is beautiful to me this morning i am here to announce to you that god by his mercy has given you a supernatural connection amen when you put your faith in god you become connected to another person called abraham wow so whether mrs osai gave birth to you or auntie mansa gave birth to you or you were born in a village or your father's life has guided you to this point what is important is that as you stand here you have another inheritance that is bigger than what your father left you or did not leave you what a wonderful inheritance wow i have a goodly heritage so a child of god has an inheritance that is bigger and more powerful than anything you you have naturally naturally and we want to lift up our hands this morning and pray and say lord connect me properly beyond my natural connections yes I want to inherit something bigger than what my father left me. Bigger. I want to inherit something. He said, I have a goodly inheritance, goodly heritage. Psalm 16 and verse 6. Lift your hands and begin to pray now and say, Lord, connect my life. That is why we come to church and pray. Yes. God has something bigger than the life your father has left you. God has something bigger than what your family name gives you. God has something for you bigger than what your life
Continue praying this prayer and pray in the spirit. Pray in the spirit because your natural connections mm. will not take you far. Okay. There are many, many benefits when somebody gets born again. Many benefits when you put your trust in God. And one of them is that God connects you to Abraham. Exactly. And we will learn soon. And that Abraham was a very special person. Wow. Very special person. You are now the children. Galatians 3, 7. Children of Abraham. Even on earth. Imagine when you go somewhere and you mention, Oh, my father is this person. It opens doors. Oh, yes. Interviews don't even happen. Some of you here have got jobs just because of who your father is. Who your mother is. Someone you know. So, so, so spiritually, in the spirit... In the spirit, God has a heritage for you bigger than the spiritual heritage of your life. 
your family, your education, your whatever, by, 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 by linking you to Abraham. Amen. You are blessed indeed. Amen. I, I, I said you are blessed indeed. Amen. And we are enforcing this blessing by saying, the Lord, whatever must be in my life, through my connection to Abraham, and it's not there, as I pray, Father, connect me powerfully to this inheritance. It is my inheritance. The Bible says it. That you have a godly heritage. Imagine your father dies and leaves a house for you. And someone is trying to take that house away. I mean, there are wills and legal documents that back your inheritance. Begin to clap your hands and pray and enforce. <laughs> Ya salwati mamaka chende belerebe o salwaka madawaka madawaka akakara kaka imakataria bada badiemba lepedaki ando kotonde belerebe belerebe iyo so malamba simba iya papa rapapa akimara ya chara ya chara iya talaka abayanda payadalaba akalo madale madale akipere meye alade adali ade ada Makapo la makapo Rayado, rayado, rayado Kika mama rama Iyata zaba rapapa Adoka da baka da baka Inama rapapa Yabadoro kukonja Miyande bele rebe Brenda bere Kento karababa Labadaba, labadaba Ilamandaba la rapapa Beko korobodo Iyaba sungaba, sungaba Machaba di bede Kete rebe bere bebe Lebo kotori ebede Para, a la papara, a la papara, a la cariateca, me la 
Something about Abraham. Abraham. One thing about Abraham. Remember, you know, tell your neighbor, just look at the person and tell the person, you are a child of Abraham. A child of Abraham. Tell the person, I thought you were just a child of God. I thought you were just a child of God. Or just a child of your parents. Or just a child of your parents. But God has connected you. But God has connected you. A very powerful person. A very powerful person. Believe it. Believe it. Connect to it. Connect to it. And let it change your life. Let it change your life. Your life. Your life. Your life. Needs to be changed. Needs to be changed. This is not how you must be. This is not how you must be. Your life must change. Your life must change. And today. Today. Tell the person, I want you to join me. I want you to join me. To change our lives. To change our lives. Because we are connected. Because we are connected. To Abraham. To Abraham. Clap your hands and pray again. something about abraham there are many things to look at today just for the next few minutes as we are praying are you enjoying the prayer oh yes genesis 12 and verse 1 genesis 12 and verse 1 now the lord said to abraham get out of thy country from thy kindred from thy father's house unto a land that i will show you and I will make of thee a great nation. Mm. Please remember Galatians. Take us back to Galatians 3 7. Know ye therefore that they which are of faith, the same are the children of Jesus. Abraham. Can you imagine the child of the president hmm. moving from office to office looking for a job? Hey. How? Can you imagine it? Can you imagine the son of the chief surgeon in Kolebu Teaching Hospital, the top surgeon, his son, sitting at OPD, waiting to be called by a nurse to see another surgeon? It's not. I'm asking, can you believe it? The son of Professor Osei? Sitting at OPD for more, he leaves his house at 5 a.m. Hey, sorry, say 5 4 30 a.m. Hey, to go and queue at Mamprobi Polyclinic because he needs some surgical attention. So you wait till the, till the doctor from Kolebu goes to Mamprobi Polyclinic at 1 p.m. No, the son of Professor Osai, the surgeon. Not Can you imagine 
the son of a rich man begging for money I have seen one before I have seen one before one of this country's richest men I met his son I was living in Laboni then this must be about 30 years ago and I met him myself he, he begged me for money I said I don't know you he said he, he, he begs me he needs money I said who are you and he mentioned his name I said you are lying you can't be the son of this man and be begging for money on the streets of Laboni but I knew the man's house because I knew that rich man's daughter I lived in that area so I said take me to your house he took me to his house entered the house and brought a dog outside to show me that this is his house the son of a rich man begging for money is it right? no can you believe that a child of Abraham is cursed Nothing he does works. Never. Genesis chapter 12 and verse number 1. Uh, sorry, verse 2. He said, And I will make of thee, this is to Abraham, I'll make of thee a great nation. I'll bless you. Make your name great. King James. I will bless you. Make your name great. Children of Abraham, if your father is great, can you imagine the child of an elephant looking like a mouse? Today I'm informing that apart from being a child of God, which is also another thing altogether, but maybe because you can't relate, you don't even know how God looks like, whether he's a cloud or he's a light. God connected you to a human being called Abraham with a life and it is that life you are receiving this morning in the name of Jesus it is that life that is coming into your life in the name of Jesus it is that life that is changing you in the name of Jesus we are going to pray and say Lord whatever you intended to make of Abraham and did God do it? Oh yes. Did God do what he was yes. saying he was going to do? And if you are a child of this man, then your life cannot be small. Amen. You cannot begin life in a chamber and hall and die in a chamber and hall. No. You cannot begin your life in a compound house mm. and die in a compound house. No. This morning you are receiving the Allah blessing Allah of Allah Abraham. Allah. I receive it. I the blessing of Abraham. I receive it. I said the blessing of Abraham. I receive it. I said receive the blessing of I Abraham. Receive it. Where you were born mm. doesn't matter anymore. Who gave birth to you 
doesn't matter anymore. Hey. Who your uncle is oh. doesn't matter anymore. La, 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 la. Even if your father is the president, it doesn't matter anymore. Because Abraham la, is la, bigger, bigger than somebody who will be a president for four years. Hey. This is an eternal blessing. Begin to clap your hands and pray for these blessings. Lord, make me great. Lord, bless me. 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 what happened to the man you are a child of mm. and i will bless you hallelujah 
that man, your father, is blessed. Amen. So you can't be cursed. No. Yes, you cannot be cursed. No. Your father is blessed, so you can't be cursed. Amen. Your father is blessed. You know, most of the time, what happens to our lives is that we inherit the curses in our families. So you, you, you've done nothing, but your life cannot make sense because of something that is in the family. Always something that is in the family. Why your marriage cannot work, you can't get a job. I've, I've, I've met somebody with masters from Gimpa. Gimpa, that's, that's one of the top places. Masters can't get a job. As I look at the person, I, I, I just knew there was something more, something bigger than not having a job. We are guided by the blessings and the curses in our families. I'm telling you, some of us here, even your money, your life that is good, it's not because of you. Preach. There's a blessing in your family that you have just connected to, like with a power cable, and it's just flowing into your life. I see. Some of the problems in your life also are because of who gave birth to you, who your grandfather is, who your grandmother is. So when you come to church and you lift up your two hands like this, and you come and pray and give your life to Christ, Father, I give my life to you, I'm born again. By that prayer, you reconnect certain things that are disconnected. I mean, a lot of wires become connected in your life. Jesus. By just receiving Jesus. And we are praying. Father, <laughs> you know, if your father is Mr. Say, and there's a curse in Mr. Osei's family which is following you. By being connected to Mr. Abraham, you inherit a bigger blessing than the curse that is inside your family. Hallelujah. And we are, we are praying right now that Lord, whatever is in my life, that is a curse. Hey. May the blessing of Abraham blessing. neutralize it. Oh yes. Neutralize. And su- such prayers, you don't just pray them. You believe. Anybody here who is struggling in life. Struggling. Look at the church with plenty girls. You can't get a woman to marry. It's not, it's not normal. It's not normal. It's a curse. It's not normal. You are in a choir. You are in a group. Nice guys. Plenty are not married. You can't get a guy to propose to you. Hey. Keep preaching. Master's degree from Gimpa. You cannot find a job in Accra. You are cursed. That's a curse on your life. It's not normal. We are going to neutralize anything that is our Amen. 
There's a family where your first two children must die before the third one goes to become 21 and also die. It's a curse. It's a curse. Whatever followed you here will not go back home. Amen. I said, whatever followed you here will not go back home with you. Amen. We are about to launch into a prayer to enforce the president. This is the man. This is your father. I respect Mr. Osei. I respect him. I respect your grandfather. No problem. But I'm just informing you that you have got another father. His name is Abraham. And he was a great man. And the big thing about him was that he was blessed by God. Let's begin to bind and destroy any curse and enforce the blessing of Abraham.
your children thank you for the privilege yes to be born again thank you for the benefits and the blessings in this beautiful life let your will continually be done lord in jesus name we pray amen amen you may be seated 
Keep clapping your hands. Keep clapping your hands. Put your hands together for the Lord. I want to hear a louder shout. Because it's testimony time. Hallelujah. Proverbs chapter 29 verse 18. Message verse. Message Bible. Please. The Bible says, If people can't see what God is doing, they stumble all over themselves. But when they attend to what he reveals, they are most blessed. How many of you are witness to the great things that God is doing in our midst? To the wonderful things that God has been doing in this church? As you see, may you be blessed. I said, as you see, may you be blessed. Receive a blessing in the name of Jesus. So, to bring us our first testimony, I'd like to welcome our brother, Peter from the Strong Christian Academy to bless us with his first testimony. Give the Lord a shout of praise and a clap as he comes up. Don't stop clapping, don't stop clapping, keep clapping. Welcome, Peter. How are you doing? Thank you. Beautiful. So, what do you have for us today? Yeah, so my testimony is about two wonderful things that God has done for me. Two? Yes. Two? Yes. So it's a double testimony? A double decker testimony. Please tell us. Yeah, one, the first one is about how working in the house of God, God listened to my prayer and sent salvation to my village. Wow. Yes. Tell us what happened. So I'm from the northern part of the Volta region and a very typical village somewhere in the Canada. That's deep in the number nine. Deep in the number nine there. So as working in the house of God, I look back and I realize there's no salvation in my village. Wow. We have churches over there, but the, the most strongest faith over there is worshipping of python. Hey. Yes, they are strongly into python, those snakes and other things. That is what they worship. They worship snakes. Snake. And my mother's auntie died, so the, the God has been handed over to my mother. Hey, yeah, your so mother. My mother, she's in charge of it now. So I look back and it's like if she dies and she 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 died without Christ, she will blame us that we knew the truth and we didn't tell her. So as working in the house of God, I started praying that okay, this is how I'm. This is what I'm doing. Then God should also send salvation to someone to speak to my mother. I don't know how I'll talk to her. We've been talking to her. She's not listening to us. So I took it to God. That God. Please do something about my mother. Say God, do something. So say God, do something. You see why we just prayed for a goodly inheritance, a good heritage. Receive some for your life. Because some of you, where you are coming from, you will continue. So during one of our interactions with the convert, I was given some to call and visit. As we do every week. We receive the convert, we call and visit. So I called this convert and she told me actually. She's a member of Lighthouse in Quanta around my village over there. Hey! So she's even not like she just came to Accra and decided to visit Bishop Ogo's uh, Bishop Ogo's church. 
So not that she's a convert, she's a shepherd over had, there. And had, I said, oh, okay, then the it's working. Wait, wait, she had heard of Bishop Ogo. She has heard of Bishop Ogo. Okay. So she being in Accra, she decided to it's come It's a good to, place to put your hands together. Yes. People are traveling from far just to come and sit at the feet of your pastor. Clap again, I beg you. Yeah. So I realized, okay, if that is where she's, she is, then I think God is answering my prayer. So I told her, I'm from this village. And she said, oh, okay. Reverend Nobu, the head pastor over there, sent her actually to my village. So wow. she, she's in charge of my village. Put your hands together for the Lord. You see how the Lord works. Yes. You see how the Lord works. Yes. I see the Lord making a way for you too. Amen. I said, I see the Lord making a way for Amen. you too. So straight away, I gave her direction to my house. I gave her my mother's name. She told me, okay, the following Saturday, she will go there. She went, she was able to see my mother, but because there was a funeral, she couldn't speak to her. And actually, the lady who died also happens to be my cousin. She wow. was also into the snake worshipping. Hey. But they were able, because I gave her direction, and tr- during the week, they went there. They were able to see her and preach Christ to her. She received Christ before dying the third day. Yes. She has together for the Lord. How shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation? How shall we escape? May no one that you know neglect the salvation. May everyone you are connected to be able to find Jesus before they find the grave. Receive that blessing now. Amen. So I told her, okay, now the work should be focused on my mother. I want my mother to to receive the the salvation. And she told me, okay, where my my mother is, it's very strong. So she will tell Reverend Noble. So she informed Reverend Noble, and Reverend Noble said, Okay, he'll go with her. Say higher powers. May a higher power speak for you. Amen. So he'll go with her, then they'll go and speak to my mother. I spoke to Reverend Noble yesterday, and he told me they are working towards it. And he'll go, they will speak to my mother. He believes that my mother will also receive the wow. word, and salvation will come to my mother. Wow. Hallelujah. Wow. I am, I, am, I am saying this to thank God, thank Bishop, and thank everyone in advance for the opportunity to have something doing in the house of God and wow. also having salvation sent to my village. Wow. And Somebody then, put your hands together for the The Lord. second one, too, too, is about... Ah, yes. Okay, yeah, double-decker. There's another one. Say double-decker. Receive a testimony that is coming in multiples. You'll be sharing it. testimonies from the left, Amen. sharing testimonies from the right. Amen. Receive it now. So the second one too is about a few months ago when Bishop first initiated these two services and first and second service, the Sweet Influence and the Name It, Claim It service. I was the first person to share the testimony on that same Sunday about how I got a job. And getting the job, I needed not to go through any process of getting what I want or what the company should give me. I was supposed to receive anything that I needed. Clean. Because the MD was the one who came for me. But I realized my appointment letter was keeping long. But I didn't care. I was thinking it's normal. So media, I was just doing my work. <laughs> but I came, it came to a time where I realized, no, that thing, it's not working. It's not working. So I said to myself that God must come in. So because wait. MD has declared that whatever Peter needs should be given to him. So at that time, you were, you, you were on probation. I was on probation, which so, I shouldn't have been. So but you were expecting the letter so that they'll change yes. something. Uh-huh. Like what? what yeah. So like my package should be 
real. What package? I don't. Uh-huh. Please, do you understand my, package? Uh-huh. My salary, please. whatever I'm supposed to receive from the company, should be like they should boost complete. It. Uh-huh. it should be boosted. Uh-huh. Okay. So now the letter was not coming from HR's office. I don't. I, I took it normal. But four, five, six months, I realized no, 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 no. It's abnormal now. So I decided that okay, then God must come in. So during one of our services, center services, Alpha Susan Ekins started praying that. As she prayed, she said, someone is expecting a long-awaiting miracle. Wow. Like you are waiting for a miracle for so long, and you are believing God to receive it. So I just ran towards her. I said, Mom, it's me. And she gave, she gave an envelope that wow. if the person wants to receive the blessing, take this an envelope and then see the, uh, this is so a seed. Mm-hmm. So I took the envelope, I put the seed in. And even she said, by Tuesday afternoon, the she, person who received... added by Tuesday. By Tuesday, the person who received... The you will not wait long for your blessing. I said, you will not wait long for your blessing. Amen. Your blessing is coming, driving at you at top speed. Receive it now. Amen. So I believe, I, I just felt that it was me. Because I needed to receive that document. So I received the envelope. I, I, just, I put the money in. I gave, it to, I gave it to her on Sunday. Monday, I went to work, just normal. Tuesday, as I was passing by my HR's face, she just called me, ha, Peter, Peter, come, 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 come. Hey. Your letter has been read, you. It's your words. Your letter. Your words. It's been read. I you. said your words. Say your letter. Your words. Your letter. Somebody begin to your scream. Letter. Begin to give the Lord a shout. The Lord will also do it for you. Your long-awaited blessing is coming Amen. right now. Receive it in the name of Jesus. So that afternoon, Tuesday, the same Tuesday, the same Tuesday, as mommy said, she just called me. She was chasing me now, so I knew it is the Lord who is doing it. So I was bluffing now. I said, okay, hey. I'll come for it. I told them I'll come for it. So I didn't, I didn't even go for it. I went for it on Thursday. I went to receive. Look, may your blessing also be sure. I said, Amen. may your blessing also be sure. Amen. So I would wow. like to thank. I would like to thank God, thank our Father Bishop Every Moganogo wow. for initiating this beautiful ways of us, some of us some of us, where I come from there was no way I could have even be sitting where I am sitting now, to have the privilege to serve God, so God bless you Bishop, God bless you Pastor Ekins God bless you, Alpi Susan Ekins God bless everyone, this beautiful family put your hands all. together for the Lord put your hands together for the Lord fantastic, what a wonderful testimony, hallelujah I'm going to read out our next testimony, amen This person says, my testimony is about how God healed me of a very severe back pain through a prayer that our father and bishop led during the heaven will answer prayer service. Hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. God is healing people. Receive yours now. So she says, I had been struggling to do anything at all because of this pain. I could barely walk or stand on my feet. Even when I sit, I feel very, ex- I feel the excruciating pain. On it, sorry. I felt it down towards my hip, my hip bone, down towards my bottom. You know that pain. You feel a pain all the way from here, your back down, and then it reaches this part. Some of you, you understand. Then she continued, she said, I suffered this for months on end. I rarely used to go out because of the pain I was experiencing 
But regardless, I still made it a point never to miss any church meeting. May nothing take you away from church. Hallelujah. May no pain, may no affliction be able to separate you from church. Receive that blessing now. So she continues and then she says, I had this pain though our re- uh, through our recent shepherd's camp in Mampong. But no one knew I was in such pain as I sat through the sessions. So exactly two weeks ago, at the Heaven Will Answer service on Saturday morning, Bishop led us to pray for new bodies according to Hebrews 10.5. Hallelujah. I said, according to Hebrews 10.5, you are also receiving a new body. Whatever pain is in your body, I see it going out now. By the declaration of our Father, I see you being healed right now. I see the healing connecting to your home. I see the healing connecting to your family. I see the healing connecting to your friends. Receive a new body in the name of Jesus. So she continues and she said, I believed in the prayers and declarations made over our lives. And I was healed instantly the pain left me but still doubting i was waiting for about a week to be sure that i had been healed and truly i can say with my whole heart and to the glory of god that i am healed and free from the pain i used to feel somebody shout hallelujah this healing is instant not the going come so receive an instant healing i want to say a very big thank you to god almighty for healing me and for using his beloved servant and son bishop edwin morgan ago for helping us in diverse ways hallelujah ask your neighbor have you been for the heaven will answer service before what are they saying did they say yes or no yes ask them are they sure Tell them there's a blessing waiting for them on Saturday. So they should make their way there on Saturday morning at 6 a.m. Sharp. Our Father will be there to bless us in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Now to bring us our final testimony, let us welcome our brother, Nicholas, to bring us a very powerful testimony. Somebody give the Lord a shout of praise. And keep clapping, keep clapping as he comes. Hallelujah. Wow. Say, big men also share testimonies. Yes. So tell us what the Lord has done for yeah. you. I just want to use this opportunity to tell us that um, anytime God sent us to go out, he's going to go with you. Wow. My testimony is about, it was Saturday last week, I was home, and then um, Pastor, Pastor Jerry rang me and Who? said, we're doing evangelism today. Obviously, I like football, so I was caught watching my football. It kept ringing. How many of you can identify with this situation? It's like the football is just, you are just glued to your screen. Instead of going out to do something for God, you are sitting in front of your screen. But I see the Lord pull you out from anything that is holding you and connecting you to the work of God in the name of Jesus. Trust me, this young man wouldn't stop ringing my phone. It kept going on and going on. And I dressed up, stood outside. I was holding the remote. I had to press it and go... And I just did that. So I ran outside. I didn't look at the environment. Few things have changed. Apparently, there's other people visiting people. So cars are parked out there. My car was right parked in front of my house. I mean, there's a few gutter. There's a guy I'm doing outside my house. So I cannot park inside my house. So I'm parked outside my house. So I just ran into my car. I didn't look anywhere. I was late. I just stuck it. Put my foot down and reversed straight into some sports car. 
Hey! You did what? I reversed straight into a sports car. It was a burgundy, this color. A burgundy Sonata 2017 model. Sports. And then Wait, I heard I, I the was. loudest noise ever in my life. Bam! And I knew I'm in trouble. Hey! So it just, I just, the first thing I said is, Pastor Jerry. <laughs> I said, trouble will not find you. Trouble will not find you. You said what? Pastor Jerry. Hey. I said, I said, what is, oh goodness. I could have just stayed in and watched the football. Why am I here? <laughs> so I quickly start looking for the owner. But there was an onlooker who saw me who said, I know where the owner is. Hey. And before we even go looking for the owner, he said to me, this kind of light, you need to buy a pair. You don't hey. just buy the one. And the way the car is dented, it's literally gone right in there. My car didn't really suffer much, but his car was completely gone. So we went and looked for, and we found out that it was a girl that I know in the area. I haven't spoken to her before, but hmm. it was the boyfriend that came and bring the car. Hey. And apparently, it was a fresh car they've just got. So he was also out there Wait, to show what, what, what it to the girl. Registration? What was that? Wow. And um, I wasn't very lucky. This guy came out. He looks like one of these young boys that he's got money. So he was like, what's going on? I said, oh. I said, calm down. I've damaged your car. Say, calm down. Just when he, the girlfriend got there, I thought because I knew her, she's my neighbor, I was just trying to smile. But she didn't smile. Hey. The next thing they started doing is they were calling the mechanic. They were calling the mechanic. And the mechanic didn't pick the phone three times. Because all he was saying to me is, I am not going to cost this thing. The mechanic will tell you everything you need to pay. And I need my money. And I'm like, man, I'm I'm trying to, I've got other things I have to do. I don't have money for this. And the guy was like, okay, um, so why, why? Don't you like football? So where are you going? I mean, where where, where are you rushing to? I said, you know what? Um, (laughs) I work with a team of pastors. We go out there and preach to some people. And the guy's student said, you, you're a pastor? I said, no, I'm not a pastor, but I work with a group of pastors. And he said, Charlie, go, go, go. Oh! You didn't hear it. That's why you're still seated. I said you didn't hear it. That's why you're still seated. But if you can lift up your voice and give the Lord a shout, you're receiving your blessing too. Make some noise. Wait, what, what did he say again? I don't understand. In, in, initially, to even tell him that I was going to preach, I felt it was a bit daft. I felt, wait, you felt it was a bit what? Daft. Why should I say that? Because it looks like it's a, it's a young man who doesn't know what I'm talking about. So I was going to say, I'm going to my sisters. But before I even said I was going to my sisters, I've said I was going to preach already. So Look, I, if I, I you stand with the Lord, the Lord will not put you to shame. I said, if you stand with the Lord, the Lord will not put you to shame. I see the Lord speaking for you. I see the Lord moving for you. May the Lord deliver you from every situation in the name of Jesus. Yeah, so as big as I was, I crossed slowly into my car and drive off peacefully. As I was driving, I was thinking he might probably change his mind. But, I mean, I was looking in the mirror. I thought they were just talking about it. The girl didn't like it, but the guy insisted go just go wow yeah when the name of the lord comes up may every problem quench may every situation be neutralized may every situation every problem that you have may it go away now 
in the name of Jesus. Put your hands together for the Lord. Yeah. And just to quickly finish it. Yesterday I went to spray my car. I was there. There was a few other guys there. The guy came to me and says, Oh, I haven't seen you here before. What's wrong? I said, my car. He had a look. He says, Boss, me, I can't charge you. You dash me whatever you want to give me. And, and, and... <laughs> you don't understand. And, and this is I, a total recovery. I'm, I said, this is a total recovery. I said, this is a total recovery. I see the Lord recovering all for you. I said, I see the Lord recovering all for you. You shall not spend. You are being delivered from your death in the name of Jesus. I just want to thank everybody. I just want to thank the church. I just want to say to people that the first time I tried doing evangelism somewhere outside, I was told to go back to my country. The guy said to me, you're going to talk Christ to me. Go back to your country and sort your problems. So it is not something I want to do. I want to hide in a church, but never go out and preach. But when I stepped out, I saw what it, it pays to do. And I'm grateful. I want everybody to take it serious and go out and talk to God. Hallelujah. As you go out, I see the Lord being with you too. I said, as you go out, as you obey the instruction and go somewhere and preach somewhere, I see the Lord being with you and speaking for you too in the name of Jesus. This morning I came to tell you that it's by the grace of God, it's not by our education, it's not by our beauty, it's not because of what you have, it's just by the grace of God. Without God, I don't know where I would be, I don't know about you, amen. No 
tired of saying it i don't get tired of being in the presence of the lord i don't get tired of sitting at his feet hallelujah kindly take me to acts chapter 13 and verse 25 quickly please and as john fulfilled his course he said whom think ye that i am i am not he but behold there cometh one after me whose shoes of his feet I am not worthy to lose. Hallelujah. The man that is about to speak to us this morning, I am most privileged to introduce him. You are most privileged to sit at his feet and encounter the word of God. But that's not it. Watch 26. Quickly, please. Men and brethren and children of the stock of Abraham. Hallelujah. 
men and brethren of OEB Church. Hallelujah. I said, people of OEB Church. Hallelujah. Are you excited? He said, whosoever among you fear God, to you is the word of his salvation sent. There's a specific word for you this morning. Hallelujah. I said there's a specific word for you this morning because the man that is about to take this pulpit is greater. He's blessed with a word for you this morning. If you are excited and you believe that God has indeed sent a specific word for you, I want you to begin to shout. I want to see excitement as we welcome our father, our pastor, Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo. Keep shouting. Hallelujah. Keep clapping your hands. What a blessing. Amen. It's nice to be in church this morning. And uh, I bring you greetings from Canada. Jamaica. Barbados. God will take you there one day. Say, I'll be there. When I mention the name, your response should be, I will be there. I said, I bring you greetings from Canada. I'll be there. Jamaica. I'll be there. Barbados. I will be there. Receive it in Jesus' name. Receive it. I see you sitting on a plane and going somewhere. Amen. Oh, you don't believe it? I believe it. That's why you must faithfully go somewhere in your area and preach somewhere there. Amen. Because I went somewhere to preach somewhere. And as you go to your areas to preach, may God take you to a far away land across the oceans. Receive it in Jesus' name. Receive it. As we are here in this church, I prophesy to you that some Sundays you will not be in church. Amen. And when we ask, you say, oh, I went to Jamaica for a conference. I was in Australia last week. I just came from Nairobi. And I crossed over to Egypt. And I went to Cape Town. And I'm now back to Accra. But pastor, please forgive me. Next week, I'm going to Canada for a conference. I'll be back on Friday. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Professor. That's why God gathered us here. Wow. To bless us. And I want you to be a part of the blessing. I've never enjoyed testimonies like I've enjoyed this morning. Yeah. Yeah, because... Pure, pure testimonies about salvation. Yes. Let's bow our heads and pray. No, before we bow our heads, I want you to be seated. This 
week, this month, we are having a special all over the world. We are having what we call feeding 527. You will understand it one day, but all across the world, we are launching this book, How You Can Preach Salvation. May you also preach salvation somewhere. As our brother was sharing his testimony, may you also enjoy testimonies that are connected to the preaching of salvation. Amen. You know, all over the world, we are using this book for the month of July, just, just this month. But we are going to read different messages about salvation. You are going to understand your salvation. You are going to be a preacher of salvation. And I guarantee testimonies that will come into your life just because you went to preach. You know, let us, I, I like, I've come to like Matthew 28 verse 18. That's that statement. Put it back. Matthew 28. Jesus came and spake unto them saying, all power is given to me in heaven and in earth. Power. Power, power, power. This is how Jesus introduced himself. He didn't say, I created the oceans and the mountains and the human beings and the animals. He said, power has been given to me. So, the next verse. Go therefore and teach all nations. As you go, the power will go with you. Any miracle you must experience that you have not experienced, you will experience it through salvation. I'll say it again. Any miracle you must experience that you have not experienced, as you go about preaching salvation, you will receive those miracles. Yes, that job, that visa, that healing, that breakthrough, that miracle will come as you preach salvation. Hallelujah. Now, today I'm preaching from chapter, message number one. Salvation message one. In fact, not salvation message one. I'm preaching from the pure message of salvation. That is the first, that is the introduction. Now, I want you to listen to this. Very important. You know, I did not, or I do not, influence testimonies. Who shares testimonies here? I do know. I also sat here and heard. I didn't tell him to get people with such testimony. But you realize that the testimonies we had today were related to salvation. Now, that is the new era God is ushering us into. We have just come from an era where testimonies were related to all manner of things. But in this new era, 
God's power is being released through the preaching of salvation. Through witnessing. Through serving God. There are many miracles you are yet to experience that will come into your life because you go out to preach the gospel. And I want to remind you that it is this introduction Jesus gave himself. The power has been given to me. All power. I am carrying power. Therefore, go. And as you preach, you will experience that power. Some of you need power for healing. Power for deliverance. Power for breakthroughs. All that power is in the power Jesus is talking about. And when you read Luke chapter 10, Jesus sent them to preach. And once again in verse 19 of Luke 10, you see that he said, I give you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions. And over all the power of the enemy. So when you go out, like in verse 1, look at verse 1, verse 1, quickly. After, I'm, I'm going to make an, an announcement. After these things, the Lord appointed 70 and sent them, go somewhere and preach somewhere. And when they went and they came back, Jesus said, Power has been given to you now. I want to declare that we are in a season of power that will be experienced only through the preaching of the word of God, only through evangelism. As you go out to win souls, eh, may freshness come. I said, may freshness come. I said, receive refreshing, refreshing, freshness. Receive it now. Abba. And now hold somebody's hand and pray that Father, use me. Use me. Use me. Use me. Every month for the rest of my life. Every month. Every month, Salvation Rally, Swollen Sunday, Swollen. The Sunday is a swollen Sunday. The church will swell. All the city, pray. 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 Yes. Swollen Sunday. Everybody pray. Use me. Use me. All of us are joining to build the church. Percentes. Centers. Everyone. Everyone. Taxis. Uber. Swollen Sunday. Salvation rally. Souls must come. We are gathering. Pray, 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 pray. 
I want to be a part of this work. I want to be a part of this work. I don't want to be left out. I'm joining for my miracle, for my testimony, 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 for my healing, for my breakthrough. I'm joining the salvation rally and the swollen Sunday. Pray, pray. Father, give me a bus. Give me a taxi. I want to join. I want to be a bus. We thank you. Pray. Lift your hands and thank God. Everybody lift your hands. For the privilege to join. To be involved. Yes. I'm telling you. For the privilege to be involved. For the privilege to be a part of something going on in the church. Thank you, Jesus. In the church. Thank you, Jesus. Use me. In this new season. In this new era. Use me, Lord. In this new era. Use me, Lord. In this new era. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Clap your hands and you may be seated. So I'm introducing it's a long season of salvation, preaching, evangelism, and witnessing. And you will see that your own life will change. Miracles you've not experienced before, you will experience them. Hallelujah. So page number one. The pure message of salvation. This is how Bishop introduces the book. So it's not really a message of salvation, but he talks about salvation. And I want us to look at it. In First Peter chapter 1, verse 9. 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 9. It says, receiving the end of your faith. Even the salvation of your souls. Of which salvation the prophets have inquired. And searched diligently. Who prophesied of the grace that should come unto you. Verse 11. Searching what? Or what manner of time the spirit of Christ, which was in them, did signify. When it testified beforehand the sufferings of Christ and the glory that should follow. Clap your hands for Jesus. Give me the New Living Translation of verse 11. It says, they wondered what time or situation 
the spirit of Christ within them was talking about. When he told them in advance about Christ's suffering and his great glory afterwards. Verse 9. The reward for trusting him will be the salvation of your souls. The reward for trusting him will be the salvation of your souls. Verse 10. This salvation was something even the prophets wanted to know more about when they prophesied about this gracious salvation prepared for you. Isn't it not beautiful? This salvation was something even the prophets wanted to know more about. When they prophesied about this gracious salvation prepared for you. God has prepared salvation for people. And Bishop says, Did you know that the prophets of old inquired and searched to find out more about this great salvation that was to be revealed to mankind? No one could fathom the depth of God's love and kindness towards his creation. No one knew how the salvation will come to men. Nobody knew how the salvation was going to come to men. Hmm. Peter described it this way. He said, of which salvation the prophets have inquired and searched diligently. Who prophesied of the grace that should come unto you. Searching what or what manner of time the spirit of Christ which was in them did signify. When it testified beforehand the sufferings of Christ and the glory that should follow. May glory follow your suffering as you go on and on to win souls. As we embark on this project of our salvation rally and the swollen Sunday, may you determine to be involved. May you say every morning, Lord, I want to be a part of this work. The prophets of old, Nehemiah, Hosea, Nahum, Joel, Ezekiel, Elijah, the prophets of old, they were, they, they wanted to know, you see, they prophesied, they saw miracles. Elijah, he was a powerful man of God, but they knew that there was something with God that had not been revealed. They knew that there was something about their work with God that was not clear. And they tried. They knew there was something called salvation. Yes. Page 2. If the prophets of old search out to discover and understand our wonderful salvation, should the study of our salvation not be a major topic of our, of our own journey? Should the study of salvation not be a major topic? From now on, you are going to be a specialist of salvation. Some of you are specialists of hairstyles. 
you know the hairstyle that should fit a dress. The type of shoe that should go with a certain hair. The longer the heel, the longer the hair. (laughs) Some of you are specialists of makeup. You know when to apply the foundation and when to apply the concealer and when to apply the uh, 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 even 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 the time the, the the time interval that you must apply the mascara and add the eyelashes and remove the eyebrows. <laughs> From today, you are a specialist of salvation. Rick Joyner had a vision. You know, I didn't prepare to read this. But I want to read it. I'll look for it. In his book, The Final Quest. Who can find Who has got the final quest? Look for it for me. If the prophets of old set out to discover and understand our wonderful salvation. Should the study of our salvation not be a major topic of our own journey? He says, salvation is a miracle. Salvation is a miracle. One of the miracles of your life is your salvation. And from that miracle, other miracles come to pass. Yes. From, like, like our brother, from the miracle of salvation, other miracles came to pass. Our brother who was going to win souls and hit somebody's car, when he mentioned pastors and I'm going to win souls, suddenly, he said, go. Somebody's sports car. I mean, this is not a small testimony. I hope you yourself will not forget this testimony. It's not a small testimony. I don't know, those of you who drive, you scratch somebody's car, just the paint scratch, you chase you. They'll make you spray the whole car. And you are reversing and you go and destroy somebody's headlights. He said it's the loudest noise he has ever heard. And the man was bored. After the girl, I don't want to talk about her. But when he mentioned that he's going to do outreach, that's all. Go. May you be released from the bondages of your life. I said, may you be released from the bondages. Every pain, every difficulty, every curse. Receive your salvation. Everything that the enemy has brought into your life. I just saw somebody standing in mortar. Like, is it it concrete? Concrete is the one with stones. Yeah. I just saw somebody waist deep. You have been put into concrete. And you are being left for the concrete to harden. Right now. I saw standing here. So the person wasn't wearing a top. 
concrete and it's hardened. You are now about to taste the power of God. Because that concrete which is hardened, there is a power that can shatter it and set you free. Receive your freedom. You want to see a prophetic ministry begin as this church transforms into a salvation-oriented church. You are going to experience oil that has never dropped on your head before. Yeah, I'm telling you. You'll be asleep and you have dreams of angels. Dreams of, 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 of blessings. Dreams of of the hand of God taking you into greater levels of blessings. Receive it. Yes. We have changed. This is a new church. We have changed. We are now a salvation church. And I didn't know all these things. Oh, I didn't know all these things. But God told me to write this and put it on the stage. Go somewhere and pre- look. Don't don't be deceived by the things you see on television. Yeah. The type of things people are doing to get money in the church, all kinds of gimmicks, some type of miracle. Don't, don't be this. This is the real way. If you meet a pastor, a real pastor with a collar, who tells you that the most important thing is salvation, respect him. He's a man of God. He may not have a car, but he's a man of God. Don't mind these pastors who are into financial, money, miracle. Look, Jesus, when you go out to win souls, eh, the money that will follow, Bishop says it, that when he began to spend millions, literally, of dollars on healing Jesus' campaign, buses, trucks, moving all, we have traveled all across West Africa. There is no country in West Africa I have not seen with my three eyes. Money pumped and evangelism, you don't get any money from it. There's no money coming from evangelism. You rather pour money. He says that there has never been an era in his ministry where money has come, flowed bountifully like a river. That, that rather when he was spending money on crusades, that was when he had money for the churches to build cathedrals, all kinds of projects, all over Accra, mighty cathedrals. Yes. I, I, we will go to um, Ayawasu, Bishop Steve Church. Bishop Steve Achimota, he has, he has, he has built a new cathedral. When you see it, with an office block. We will go there. We are going to have our mansion of, of the Lord conference there. You will go. You will be there. When I say something, you must say, say, I'll be there. I say, say, I'll be there. We will go. You will see. Money. What you are sitting in, you don't have any idea. This, this, this thing, this trust, this beam, the steel, this thing, one of it can buy you and your three uncles, your grandfather, and your four cousins. One. That is rather when we are spending money on crusades. You are now about to enjoy. Bishop says, he says, 
If a priest, a pastor says, give money to church, he's building a church, give money. He asks for money. Or um, he's having a bazaar, give money. Or he's selling books, he needs money to print books. Or he comes and says, give money, he's going to have a crusade. He says, and if you have to choose one of them, choose evangelism. Yeah. Choose, put your money into evangelism first before you even put your money into church building. Yes. If I come to tell you that we are going for a crusade, sow a seed. So I need some men to, uh, for, for, for some project. Sow into crusades first. First. This is also good. It's a blessing to invest into the house of God. But no one from now on should joke with soul winning. Yes. It's, have you found Final Quest? Yes. You found it? Who, who, who has it? found it. Listen to the story. Rejoiner saw in a vision a great mountain. But the mountain had levels, steps, different levels. But at the bottom was the level called salvation. At the bottom, like ground. Then as you went on, miracles, healing, prosperity, whatever, till you got to the top. The top. So, he met an eagle, all kinds of things. Let me just read. read. The, the eagle then rose up from the rock on which he had perched. He said, come. As I approach him, I saw steps that led down to the very base of the mountain because he had gone up. He, Rejoiner, was up on the mountain. So, so, he said, so the eagle said, come. So I saw steps that led down to the very base of the mountain and a small door. Why have I not seen this before? I asked. Then the response was, when you first came to the mountain, you did not stay on this level long enough to look around. Can you imagine mountain? Say mountain. And there were levels. Levels. But he, Rejoiner, had climbed level one, level two, level three, had gone to the top. Then he met an eagle there. And the eagle said, come. And the eagle showed him many, many steps that brought, that came down to the level of salvation. So, but he saw a door. Said, ah, I don't remember seeing this door. I, I climbed this mountain. Then 
the response was that when you came here, you did not stay on this level long enough to look around. He answered, How did you know that? He was surprised that the, the eagle was saying that he, he, he didn't stay long enough. How did you know that I didn't stay long enough? So, were you here when I first came to the mountain? I would have known if I had not been here. Because all who miss this door do so for the same reason. But in fact, I was here. The eagle said, I was here. You, this man of God, you, this prophet, Rick Joyner, this is a vision. He said, I was here when you came to this mountain. I saw you climbing. I was here. And that you did not stay long enough at the level of salvation. Then he asked, but how did you know I didn't stay long enough? He said, everybody misses this door for the same reason. He said, it was then that I recognized the eagle as a man I had met and had a few conversations with soon after my conversion. He continued, I wanted badly to follow you then. I had been on this level for so long that I needed a change. Something is about to come. Please pay attention. He is chatting with an eagle. Then as he is chatting, he realized that the eagle is a man he had met when he came on the mountain. And the man was saying that, I wanted to follow you when you were climbing. He said, I wanted badly to follow you then. Because I had been on this level for so long. He had been at the level of salvation. Please, do you understand the story? Yes. Let me start all over again. Let me, I, want, I need to go. The thing has come. Something, the thing has come. This man sees a vision. In the vision, there's a huge mountain. He starts obviously from the bottom and he climbs to the top. Are you with me? When he gets to the top of the mountain, and I see you at the top. I say, you will get to the top of the mountain. When he got to the top of the mountain, he met an eagle at the top. And the eagle said, I want to show you something. What did he show him? He showed Rejoiner, the prophet, many steps that led from the top to the lowest level called the level of salvation. And then he saw a door. Then Rick Jonah said, Ah, I don't remember seeing this door. Because I came here and I climbed up. I don't remember seeing this door. And then the eagle told Rick Joyner that, Yeah, you didn't see the door because you did not stay at the level of salvation long enough. You were in a hurry to rise up to maturity and prosperity and breakthrough and on and on. You didn't stay long enough. Then Rick Joyner asked, ah, but were you here when I came here? How do you know I didn't stay long enough? 
And the eagle said, who he now recognized as a man he met earlier on, said, even if I wasn't there, you miss the door for the same reason that most people miss the door. There is a door. You missed it. And you are not alone. Plenty of people miss the same door for the same reason. And that man said, when I also saw you at the level of salvation trying to go up, I wanted to follow you. Because I had also been at this level of salvation for a very long time. Because in the, in the body of Christ, when you are into salvation, you are seen as immature. You are seen as someone who doesn't, like when Bishop was preaching salvation, one pastor in Accra said, he's preaching basics. That a man of God should preach powerful revelations from Nahum and some visions and dreams. Everybody, no one wants to stay at the level of salvation long enough. He said, I wanted to follow you. Because I also had been at this level for too long. Now, listen to what I'm about to read. He said, I needed a change. He said, I just could not leave all of the lost souls that I was still trying to lead here. So the man was at the level of salvation. Are you with me or I should stop preaching? The man was at the level of salvation. Leading many lost souls. And he did not know how he could leave them and follow Rejoina as he was maturing into prosperity and supernatural miracles and so on. He said, I just could not leave all of the lost souls that I was still trying to, to lead here. When I finally committed myself to doing the Lord's will, whether it was to stay or to go, wisdom appeared to me and showed me this door. If you understand it, you clap your hands. Pastor, you are the prophet. So you have come, this is level one, salvation level. And I've got people, all of you come. Second two rows, come. I'm here. These are all lost. Come here. Lost souls. I'm showing you, if you want prosperity, listen to me carefully. Yeah. If you want a visa to America, listen to me carefully. You, if you want to marry. That's how my wife got a husband. I am my wife's convert. When she was 16 years old, she preached to me. We were classmates. 16-year-old girl. I was also 16 years. And she witnessed to me. She didn't know that she was witnessing to her husband one day. I was preaching one day and I asked her, I called the girl. Can you stand up? I asked her, what type of man would you like to marry? I thought she was going to say, somebody tall. I want a roundish man. I want a rich man. Or I want to marry even a pastor. Her answer to me was that, I want to marry a man just like you. Some of you are in the service. So, not as I'm here, people want to marry my type. 
Yeah, but do you know how to get my tithe? Yeah, those who get my tithe, they are into soul winning, they are into outreaches. If you are not into soul winning, you, you will get something that is low. If you want a tall man, you get a short man. I'm preaching. I, I, I don't know who was in the service. I asked her with the microphone, what type of man? And then, you know, when we are preaching, we ask questions. So I said, well, I want to marry a rich man. I want to marry a prophet. I want to marry a bishop, a man of God. So what type of man do you want to marry? And the answer was that I want to marry the man of my dreams. Should be just like you. So I'm I'm actually a man of her dreams. Yes, I'm preaching in English language. <laughs> I'm preaching. Yes. Oh, 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 doesn't make sense. She should have said, Oh, um, I want to marry a pastor. I want to marry a doctor. Oh, I, I want to marry a tall man. I want to marry a rich man. As you said, no. I want a man just like you. So it's possible that I am the, I'm, I am the man of the dreams of most of you sitting here. <laughs> yes. With my bald head. If you want a husband, listen to me. If you want to move from that chamber and hall, you are hiding in with your five brothers like goats. Listen to me. He was leading lost, lost, a lost man, lost. Leading lost souls at the level. It's a huge mountain. Then he sees a prophet. And the prophet doesn't stay on that, on that level. Please be going up. So the temptation was that I've been here for eight years. Let me also mature. Oh, please take your time. I want to follow you. So as the prophet is going, let me also go with him. But should I go or I should stay with these lost souls? Because it's too low. It's too basic. I also need some maturity teachings and some maturity life and some powerful messages. So, but this man is a man of God. Let me follow him. Should I go? Should I follow him? Or I should stay at this level. Then suddenly, wisdom came. Wisdom, come. Should I stay with these guys? Or I should go? The wisdom said, stay. And wisdom showed me a door. You see that door? You see that door? Clap your hands. Now. Wisdom appeared to me and showed me the door. He said it was a shortcut to the top. Those of you into soul winning, eh? you will buy a car before the prosperity preachers buy their cars. Those of you into soul winning, you will marry before the women who are bleaching their faces, wearing things they must not wear to attract a man. With your soul winning, you will get the husband of your dreams. 
when those who are buying hair will never get. He showed me. Please, they think I'm lying. You went to school. Read it. When I finally committed myself to doing the Lord's will, whether it was to stay or to go, wisdom appeared to me and showed me this door. He said, it is a shortcut to the top. That is how I was able to reach the top before you did. So, 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 as he was climbing, wisdom showed me the door. When I entered the door, when he entered the door, he got to the top. Before the man who, oh Jesus, I feel like lying down on the floor. By the time this man arrived at the top, I was already. You will arrive before your friends arrive. I said, You will get there before they get there. You will build houses before they build their houses. You will have your children before they have their children. You will prosper before they prosper. It looks as if at that level, it's, it's like, when will I get to the top? But the level, the door to the top is at the level, oh, I think. I've read this book many times. I've never seen this. Is that many people miss it? Say it again. Many people miss it for the same reason. The same reason because it looks low. It looks, I mean, look at this. This is a managing director of a company. Say, please stand up. It's, it's an MD. These people, he wants say, preach something better. This type of soul winning, John 3 16. Don't you have pastor? You, you are a bishop. Oh. You have been consecrated. Don't you have a better message than every day go somewhere, preach somewhere? When will you talk about the seven eyes of the spirit? Bishop, when are you going to preach about the seven dips of Naaman? Bishop, when are you going to talk about the anointing that flows from the beard? Every Sunday when you come, win souls, win souls. And most people find the subject of soul winning. It's almost like some children. Right now, if when I said we are going to win souls, salvation Sunday, uh, swollen Sunday, salvation, some of you have switched off. You, if I had announced that on, on that Friday, everybody must bring a white handkerchief, a bottle of oil, and wear red panties. Wear red panties with white handkerchief and a bottle of oil. Some of you would have worn your red panties over your jeans. Yes, I'm preaching. I'm preaching. Lighthouse, Bishop Daigo, this ministry. We, in this church, we preach salvation. It's not today that we are doing so. All this we are doing, they are just another name for things we have done in the church for over 20 years. It's a soul winning church. Crusades, outreaches, don't broadcast. That is lighthouse. We are not into financial miracles and prosperity financial. We have never, we don't preach such things in this church. But there is no church that is richer. We, we, there's no, I mention, bring them to me. Bring them. Bring them. The cathedral I just left at OEB. 
there are churches whose headquarters don't have that cathedral. Three years ago, one of the generals of this country came to Adenta for a, for a convention. I won't mention the name. He came to the convention. I thought he had come to minister powerful. He came with his builder, his architect. After church, when he finished preaching, around 10 p.m., he was walking through the corridors of our office block, showing the architect what to do. He said, we are going to build the same thing. His headquarters, he has not finished building. Believe me, I'm telling you. We don't preach prosperity. We don't preach money. We don't do money things. Uh, money come to me now. Seven M's of money. One, no, no, no. We are into soul winning, outreach. <laughs> Not knowing that Rejoiner had already prophesied it. That there is a door at the level of I feel like break dancing. There is a door at the level of salvation. And when you enter that door, you will get to the top. Before the people who have ignored salvation and I climbing, I don't know who is hearing me. You want a husband like me to marry? You can get one. Yeah. There are types of men. I'm a type of man. You can get one. But not through her. My wife, that day she spoke to me, she was wearing her mother's scarf. Her mother's isn't here. Her mother's scarf. She was wearing a pleated uh, uh, skirt. Pleats. Green in the middle. Green, black. And then... <laughs> scarf and the pleated skirt. And a blouse. The blouse was something like move. move something, yeah. That's the first time I saw. I noticed that. Because I have not seen that type before. Because in the school, where we were, the girls, those are the days of Jerry Kells and Woody's and Car Wash. The girls we were with, I mean, whose mother, whose parents were selling fish, owning coal stores and so on. They were doing Jerry Kells and, and she was wearing her mother's car. I don't know what, that was, what, what was she wearing? Some black slippers. Some black slippers. I remember the slippers. Flat under and some leather straps at the back. I remember the slippers. And a scarf. She had no Jerry Kells. She had no car wash. She was not wearing woodies. But she was witnessing. And today, those girls with Jerry Kells, they can't find husbands. I know one with two children. They can't find one father. They can't find one father. Yes, because there is a door. Say there is a door. My God, I feel, I feel, I feel beautiful this morning. I said there is a door. May you remain at the level of salvation. I said may you remain at the level of salvation. May you preach somewhere. May you witness somewhere. May you bring a soul somewhere. And one of these days, you will meet wisdom. And wisdom will point that that is the door. That is the door. That is the door. And when you enter that door, you will get to the top before those who were climbing. And I've seen it in my life. I've seen it. I'm a pastor. You see them working well, bank, education bank, something bank, whatever bank, or this type of use. Bring them. Let's sit down. Compare life. Yeah. But I, I, I didn't even know what I was doing. Because I'm also educated. Oh, yeah, I've been to school. Yeah. 
I've been to school. At least I've done what's it. And sometimes we who stay at the level of salvation, having crusades, reaching out, Saturday evening outreach, I want to encourage every sister, those of you doing outreaches, continue to do outreaches. Even if you are married with seven children, continue doing outreaches because there is a door about to be opened to you. I said there is a door about to be opened to you. Don't allow anyone to make you feel that you are wasting your time. What you are looking for, you will not get it by going to school. And I'm the first person who will tell you, go to school, learn, pass your exam. But I will also be the one to tell you, you will never find what you are looking for by going to school. There are some things there, it's a door. <laughs> it's, it's a door. If you are not in that door, it's a door of humility. You must be humble. Because he, he was tempted. Should I follow this man who is going up? Or I should stay at this low, it's a low level. It's a low level. With riffraffs, liars, fornicators. You, every day you are preaching to them, they are not coming to church. You must bust them. It's like you don't, you, but, but pastor, don't you know money? I know money. Don't you know prosperity? I know prosperity. But as you stay at the level of salvation, one of these days, wisdom will appear. And wisdom will say, don't follow him. Tell your neighbor, don't follow them. Tell another person, don't follow them. Rather, he pointed to a door. And he said, go. And I went. I entered the door. Suddenly. I see you arriving before they arrive. I see you getting there before they get there. Remember, Elisha said, I see a cloud the size of a man's hand. I can sense abundance of rain. And there was a chariot, and he told Ahab, Enter the chariot and move because the rain is about to fall. Ahab entered the chariot. And began to move with the horses. But Elijah was alone. Suddenly, suddenly, a door opened. My God. As I suddenly, a door opened. By the time Ahab arrived at Medina, Elijah was already in Medina. May you receive speed. May the door that was shut be opened. May you be a man. May you be a woman who is into salvation. May you win your next soul. May you bring them to church. My dear, go and sing as we look on the mountains around us. Souls are parting. Quickly. Quickly. I'm preaching. We look all around us. You want a man like you to marry? We, see all we, we are not found in time. We are the product so of soul winning. I Sing it, baby. Dear I and Stand to your feet. Sing it. Play well. Yet so quickly come 
message I preach today. It's not an ordinary message. You must be operating in certain realms to be able to do what you are watching this morning. And it's if you are looking for a prophetic service, this is one of them. Through that small door, and it's always a small door, you will get to the top. So when the prophet got, the, he was surprised. Ah, but ah, how did you get here? <laughs> how did I get here? There is a blessing called the door, that small door at the level of salvation. Today, that girl. Who said the man he wants to she wants to marry is like me? In other words, in reality, she was saying that if she gets me, she will marry me. <laughs> yes, that's the real meaning. I've just given you grade two of the meaning. Grade one meaning is that if she gets me, she will marry me. But I have announcements. There are certain things in life eh, you don't go to school. You don't polish your face. You don't look beautiful to get. You just enter a door. Look, in my life, eh, I have arrived long before. And I can, I'm t- in the church. There are many people here and over there at the Bread of Life who have arrived long. It's almost like we are joking. Because the door is not a huge door. It's a small door. And the reason why the prophet missed it, she said, is for the same reason that many others have also missed that door. They are in the church, but they miss it. I don't know for how many more months or years we'll be doing Salvation Rally and Swollen Sunday. But join it. Make it your agenda that if you have never done anything in the church before, this is your opportunity to join in the gathering of souls, preaching to them, sharing the gospel to them. You will be surprised that your children will get to a place before their children will get there. So, I was going to say something, but it's not important. I've never read this. I, I, I didn't even know about this story. I learned this story on a plane five days ago. But all my life, this is the life I've been living. Even at the level of salvation, I've encountered ministry gifts that people who abandoned the level of salvation. When was the last time you saw even certain churches, a banner, a crusade? When was the last time you saw a certain pastor you know with a, with a, 
with a banner that he's having a crusade. No, conferences, conferences, seminars, workshops. And the church that is into crusade, apart from Church of Pentecost, I don't know which other church is into crusades and soul winning and this type of nonsense like Lighthouse. But we who are doing the nonsense, you want to see money in a church? Come. I'll I'll pull the curtain and show you something and pull it back. (laughs) Money. Want cash? Money. Money. I'm just from Jamaica. We've built a huge cathedral, the Rock Cathedral. In the center of Jamaica The pastors can't believe it Our bishop there Bishop David Jedu he, he, He's now like a, like a, like a minister for, of, 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 of tourism They come How did you? How? How? And when they come into the church They see little boys and girls dancing Outreach, dancing, crusade road, road show, dancing We are not into seminars and this type of But that is why Because there is a door there there is a door there. There is a door there. There is a door. I want to beg you. Don't be too mature though. Don't be. That's why when Jesus came to dance, to jump, to do acrobatics, all the noise he came to make, when he finished and was going, Matthew 28, he said, all power is with me. So go and preach. And we have seen financial power. May you see financial power, emotional power, spiritual power, prophetic power, deliverance power. Receive it in the name of Jesus. I want to beg you. 24th, 5th, 27th, and 20 what? 29th. Don't miss it. Swollen Sunday. From now, be preparing in your mind how to get a bus. It's not just for bus center leaders or pastors. Every member who wants to walk into that door. But to those of you who are big and rich already, please take it that we are out of our minds. We don't know what we are doing. Forgive us. You continue with your big ways. God bless you. When we need money, we'll come and ask you for money to pass. But you don't mind us. Every eye closed. Every head bowed. I'm going to give somebody here a chance to give his life to Christ. If you are here today and you are not born again, Your chance has come. It's also a door. I want to say, Pastor, pray for me. I want to be born again. It's called the door at the level of salvation. If you are here like that, you want me to pray for you. Wherever you are, just lift up your hand. I want to pray for you right now. Yes, I see your hand. I see your hand. Educated, uneducated. Boy, girl. Whoever you are, 
the blood has got power. Lift your hand well. Hi. Pastor, pray for me. I'm not a thief. I'm not a drunkard. I don't fornicate. I'm not a liar. I'm no, but I just feel that I have never given my life to Christ properly like this before. Never. Pastor, pray for me. The level of salvation. Lift your hand high. I want to pray for you. You are here. You want me to pray with you. You want to be born again. Lift your hand high. High. You want to be born again. You want to be born again. You want to be born again. Lift your hand high. Wherever you are. If your hand is up, I want you to take a step and come to me. I'm, I'm meeting here. Come. 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 God bless you. Come. Come. Are you joining all the salvation rallies coming up? Or you are a big man? You are already climbing. Other person, are you already climbing? Or you are staying here to join us? As some of you are coming down. You are coming back down. Yes, you are wise. Clap your hands for them. They are wise. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Have mercy on us constantly. Lift your two hands, those in front. Everybody must have the salvation book. Everybody. Must have it. Say after me, and the whole church will join. Say, Heavenly Father, today I surrender my life to you. Oh God, I ask you. I ask you to wash me. I am a sinner. I have done many bad things. But I'm turning around. I'm coming back to you. Please receive me. And wash me with the blood of Jesus. I declare that I'm born again. Jesus is my master. Jesus is my Lord. And from today, I'm in this church. I'm a part of this body for the rest of my life. In Jesus' name. Amen.
you for listening to this podcast. We believe that you have been truly blessed. You can send a mail to Bishop Edwin Ogo at bishopedwinogo at gmail.com. Introduce this podcast to a friend. Keep listening and keep living passionately for God.